Hey guys, welcome to episode 9 of the Personal Project Podcast. Oh no, I think it's about to rain. I'm in Japan right now. Um, Okay, so anyway, this is a personal project. No, uh, this is a personal development podcast where I, Katie Arrington, talk about my personal project, me. I struggled with a lot of anxiety, self-loathing, procrastination, um, and more. And this is my weekly update on what I'm doing to create a better life for myself. Okay, so I'm in a park right now in Tokyo and I don't have internet, so I couldn't pull up my podcast intro like Word document. I don't have it memorized yet. That was all on the top of my head. And I really hope it doesn't start to rain. And the cicadas might be very loud. I really hope you can hear me all right. But yeah, I'm in Tokyo, guys. It's really, really cool here. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm having a really, really good time. I've always wanted to come here and just everything is fascinating and interesting. And um, yeah, it's really, really cool. And one thing, though, that I'm learning that I think is actually the coolest of everything is that, like, I'm going to throw on some personal development on this, but like, I know that the reason I'm having such a good time here, it's all because of my thoughts, right? Like, Japan is very cool, but it's my thoughts about Japan that's making it very, very cool. So, like, what I mean is um, I knew that I was going to have a really good time when I came here because I've always really loved Japan. I've always loved the culture. I've always, I used to read so much manga and watch a lot of animes and, like, Anytime that I was like worrying about what I'm going to do on different days, I just the worry let go pretty immediately because in my head, like I would think, I just know I'm going to have a great time because I've always wanted to come here and yeah, it's going to be great. And when I, when I, what's really cool then is that now I kind of showed myself what's really possible in my mind that like I'm having such a great time because I know I'm going to have a great time. And so I think... It's, it's, it's cool that now I can take that to other experiences in my life, I guess. Anyway, so uh, first I'm always going to do an update on the Discord channel. It's really, really cool. I've been a little slow and quiet the last few days because I've been walking so much and doing other things here. But everyone who's on there has been very like participatory and helping each other out and letting each other know what's like going on in their lives. and. Everyone's just being really supportive, and I love seeing that. Um, But we also have some new stuff, which is really cool. So we have like a pirate ship theme (laughs) that we're going that we're going to try and like, um, yeah, just put on. You know, we're gonna have rolls and stuff like that, and it's all gonna be pirate ship themed, which I'm really excited about. Um, So right now we're voting on a pirate ship name. and then we're gonna have like roles like, you know, quartermaster and um, gunner and uh, what's the other one, powder monkey. Um, and then we have a new channel called the Life Photos channel, which is where we can just share, you know, our, our daily lives or just anything that we're grateful of or anything that we really, we really like and just a way to like, for us to see each other's lives a little better and then also uh, I just think it's a really good exercise to kind of find 
things to be grateful for in our lives are the good things in our life because we all have that we all have good things and it's a great way to train our mind to find that you know to see that to focus on that and I even said that like even if it's just a picture of your empty bed because you got out of bed that day like I would love to see that I think that's really really cool and then we have the, another channel a new channel called the activities channel and this is where we as a discord group can do something and work on something together right now our first activity is the it's an art telephone game if you guys know what i'm i think it goes by chinese whisper and stuff like that too um pretty much one of us is gonna start probably me we're gonna pick a theme and i'm gonna draw something paint something and then we'll have a list of people who want to participate and then we'll figure out the order and so I'll draw something and then the next person will draw the same thing in their style. And then you'll, we'll put it all together and then you can see this really cool progression as the art kind of like, as the art evolves. I think that will be really, really cool. And I'm excited to see the final thing. Um, yeah, so that's everything with the Discord. I love it as usual. It's really great. It's such a good way to just connect with people who are, yeah, just wanting to like, you know, make some changes in their lives. Okay, guys, so uh, this week I'm going to be talking all about social anxiety. Yay! Um, it's really prominent this week because all of last week so far I've been in Japan and staying in hostels, um, which is the cheapest option, it's very like, it's, a, it's definitely a social thing, right? And um, yeah, I've had to kind of like face all that stuff this week. I didn't bring my tablet. I wanted to make sure that I didn't do any work. I wanted to enjoy Japan. So the things that I've been really like focusing and facing on this week is all about social anxiety. So for people who are more interested in productivity or like arts and like procrastination type stuff, um, well, maybe you want to hang around anyway and um, yeah, and listen to social anxiety type stuff. As you know, I have a little bit of a social anxiety. I'm really excited. I'm going to make a video all about that in the future because I feel like I've made some great improvements since um, since like this last year. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, but it's just really funny, you know, like for me, it was it's all about like I'm just I was so freaking scared to be perceived as boring. Like anyone who forgot my name, I would take that really to heart and like, or if someone I met and then they forgot who I am, I really, really took it hard. And so like, I have this huge fear of being forgettable and being boring and not being interesting, not being funny, that I end up creating those things about myself because I just don't talk because I'm so scared of, of saying anything, sounding stupid, saying something lame that I just don't talk and which pretty much creates exactly what I fear, right? Which is like, you know, the boring or at least being forgettable. And so in the end, I end up avoiding a lot of social situations because I don't want to be in that position. But luckily, recently, before I came to Japan, I had a coaching session with my coach where we did go over my social anxiety type stuff. So I'm glad we did go over that. And it was all because of this little incident. So since moving back to Jakarta, it's um, I haven't been very social, but that's because I live very far away from the center of the city. I don't see my friends very often. Like I, I see them in like sporadic bursts, I guess. Um, and so I would 
you know, be at my dad's house where I, I would just interact with my family mostly. And then um, a few weeks before this today, I stayed over at my friend's house because he has an empty room in his house. And so he was like, yeah, come stay. Like, I know it's really far. So, you're, you know, where you live is really far. So come hang out, um, stay a few a few days, stay, and I ended up staying like six nights or something like that. Um, so yeah, I don't get to see them often. Um, but so he has an older brother who I find pretty intimidating. Like he's tall and good looking and um, uh, older, you know, like uh, that's just really, you know, scary to me and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I was working at his house. I was in the guest room I went outside to go use the bathroom and I had to pass um, my friend's older brother. And, you know, I didn't expect him to be there. I thought he would be still be at work and I kind of panicked, you know, like I saw him and I was just like, oh, hey, like, how was work? But like, I totally mumbled it and I was, and I like pretty much ran to the bathroom. I didn't even really let him speak. And he like, he was, he kept looking at his phone and he was just like, oh yeah, it's fine. Like he acted kind of seemed like very like not interested in having conversation with me which made me feel even worse or like you know I had thoughts that like oh yeah like he, I'm such a, I'm so annoying I'm a burden on him so I ran to the bathroom and and I had to pep myself up like I was kind of freaking out I was staying in the bathroom way longer than I needed to and I was just like I would walk towards the doorknob be like okay I'm about to go out and then like and just pace and I was like rehearsing the things in my head and so then I started to just like try and remember everything that I've learned from personal development. And I was just really like, okay, okay, Katie, come on. Like, this is all because of your thoughts. Like, and anything that he thinks is because of his thoughts. Like, you can't control it. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with looking stupid. Like, what you did just now where you kind of just like ran away. Um, and so finally I was like, okay, okay, you know what? Like, let's just pretend that you really had to use the bathroom. Like you had to really use it. And then like, when you come out, just act really interested. Like you, you can do this. Like just pretend that that was, you know, a mistake, what you just did. Got out of the room and I passed him again and was like, hey, um, super sorry about that. Like I just really had to use the bathroom. I didn't even hear what you said. Um, how was work? And, you know, just fake it till you make it kind of thing. Like I just acted like, that was totally a mistake. I didn't, you know, and and to my surprise, he acted like were really interested. Like he actually wanted to talk. And he was like, "Oh, hey, yeah, no, it's okay. Like, oh, yeah, work was fine, and uh, like you know, I I tried to leave early. Yeah, and and like alert. He sat up. He like put away his phone, and then I went back into the room to work, and I kind of just like learned a little bit that people want to be social. We're social creatures and people will be interested or people act interested when you're interested, like when you're genuinely interested. Because to him, maybe if I like have walked past really quickly, he probably thought I didn't really care what he had to say. Um, and so when I came back and acted very genuinely interested, he was like, oh, okay, yeah, now I feel like I can like talk, I guess. Um, but anyway, like, I talked to my coach about that and we and she kind of just helped me figure out some thoughts that I could think that would help me with all of this. It's like when I would see somebody who's confident, I would immediately make it like, oh, they they can see right through me. They're a confident person. I'm not a confident person, so they can see right through me.
And that would just then make me kind of like go away, don't make eye contact, don't talk to them, pretty much don't make them understand who I really am, all this kind of stuff. And so as I was working on that, I, I really like the thought for whenever I meet somebody who's confident, it's really exciting to meet somebody else who's confident and sociable. And I really like that thought, but you know, again, it's a thought that I have to believe. And for some people, maybe they're not ready for that yet. There's some other thoughts that they need to uh, use. But for me, um, I can believe that there is a part of me that's confident and sociable because I know that I really love talking to people actually. And I guess maybe it's because <laughs> I've drank in the past. Like I, I used to drink a lot in the past. And when I'm drunk, I've always kind of thought that that's like the real me, like somebody who's very funny and sociable and confident and witty. And that's one of the things I talked about with my coach too. And she helped me realize that like, it wasn't the alcohol. The alcohol is not what made me those things. Those things are already in me and it's possible. And then we kind of sort of figured out like, that part of the reason why I'm able to be like that too when I'm drunk is because, or even tipsy, right? Like I'm like that even when I'm tipsy, which just shows that it's not just the alcohol because like I, I realize another underlying thought that I have when I'm drinking is that if I look stupid or if I do something silly or if I do something that I'm embarrassed of, the next day I can just blame it all on the alcohol. Like I have this excuse, like I have the excuse of, oh, I was drunk or, oh, I was tipsy, you know? And and that's kind of like a safety net for me. And so instead of continuing to drink, I would rather just work on the thought or on the, on the fear of looking stupid. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. So with that thought, with the thought of like, or I love meeting somebody else who's sociable and confident, when I was here, when I got here, um, yeah, I was pretty scared the first at the first day of the hostel. It was pretty scary, but um, eventually it got okay. But luckily, I, I, I met this person who is who's who's really really friendly. He's really really nice, and he, um, he you know he says how's it going to everyone. He's like really really personable, and you know says something to everyone kind of thing, and is always inviting people to do stuff. One night we came back from the hostel, and then there's like a huge huge group in the common room. And that would, oh my God, that would send me to my room immediately. Like I would get really scared whenever I see a big group of people. And if I walk into a room and a lot of the eyes like fell on me, holy shit, that would be like my worst nightmare. And, but, and I was really tempted to do that. I was really tempted to be like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say I'm tired and I wanna go straight to my room. But then I really remembered that thought, right? I really liked that thought. like really exciting to meet somebody who's sociable and confident and I remember and I thought like okay you know what I want to see how he like enters a big group like this and so I watched him and yeah it was like I totally learned from it it was awesome I mean it's honestly it's pretty simple like there's not much <laughs> there's not much to learn from but he pretty much just like walked towards the group and been like hey guys like do you guys mind if we join 
and then just pulled up a couple chairs, you know, and everyone, seriously, everyone was like, yeah, yeah, join us, join us, you know, like, oh my God, it's so silly. But anyway, I guess like this was the first time that I really looked at it, like without like worrying about what's going on in my head. I was really looking at what he was doing like a student, you know, like I was like, ah, so this is what you say, or this is what you can say, or this is what you just need to do. Like, yeah, so that's been pretty cool. Um, but other than that, like, yeah, I mean, like I said, like walking into a room and looking like you're lost, right? Like being the only person there and you're like looking around to see if you know anyone, that stuff used to make me feel so embarrassed and such a loser. Like. I was like imagining that everyone must think I'm such a loser if I'm there by myself or if I don't have a friend or if I'm looking lost. Like that stuff would just like infiltrate the shit out of my head and just make me go crazy. And I would just, I would be like, I would be standing in the hallway before going inside like a common room and just like for a good like 10, 20 minutes just being like trying to like calm my nerves and stuff. And I don't know, just right now I've been feeling so much more like, ah, eh, whatever, like, they can you know people are allowed to think whatever they want and and who cares like what does it really matter if I look lost anyway or what does it matter if I don't have any friends or like aren't talking to somebody when I first started traveling and living in hostels and stuff or staying in hostels like I was like so oh my god I would talk people's ears off because I was just had this idea that I'm supposed to be sociable all the freaking time that if I'm not talking to somebody and I'm not ha making friends and I'm not like doing all these crazy things that means I'm doing it wrong and I'm not having a good time and you know like I was just like I would like fucking <laughs> rapid fire 20 questions to this one poor girl in my first hostel and just been like oh where'd you go where is this well what'd you buy like I just didn't like you know, I mean, I think she came in the room to like chill and then there I was just being like a fucking hound, but whatever. I mean, I'm not judging myself. It's just like, it's just kind of funny, but you know, now it's like so much more like relaxed. Like I could just, I can read a book if I want. I don't have to talk to people if I want. Um, but like, I've been pushing myself to just greet people. Like even in the elevator, like I just, I just cut the tension and be like, Hey, how's it going? You know? And so like, things are going well and it's kind of freaky to me how I'm able to like improve my social anxiety so much I'll, I'll again I, I want to make a video in the future just talking all about it because seriously guys it was bad in the past like I did some stupid ass shit just start to, to, to try and like avoid social situations that was really like non-functional you know like very very impractical stuff um, and like I was feeling kind of worried that I'm improving it so quickly like I was starting to think like, man, then maybe did I like not really have a problem? Did I not really like, was I, was mine not really severe that I can't help other people with it? Which is not true at all because seriously, like some of the things that like I couldn't do in the past. So, but here's the thing though, like I think I did have an issue and then I think I'm just improving quickly because I've really, really internalized that my thoughts create my feelings and that other people's thoughts create their feelings. Like I really, really internalized and understood that. And this is how I know that there's been a big, there's like a shift because when I, in the beginning, when I was working with my coach, 
uh, we, we had a session where I was really worried about somebody else's feelings. Like I was really afraid of what was going to happen. I wanted to do something, but I was afraid of their feelings or whatever. And she was, you know, she was like telling me once again, our own thoughts create our own feelings. Other people can have the exact same situation and have different thoughts and have different feelings. Yada, yada. And then, so then she asked me and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally understand. And then she would be like, okay, so then what do you think can make them feel better? And I was like, mm, nothing, like, I don't know. And I was thinking, like, what can I do, right? And she was like, no, their thoughts. Like, their thoughts is the only thing that can make them feel better. Like, that's when you know that, like, you're intellectually understanding it, but maybe not fully understanding it because you know that thoughts create feelings, but you're still believing that circumstances is what create feelings and actions and all that stuff but now anytime i like think about anyone else's opinion of me or anyone else's feelings or actions around like me it's just immediately like oh it's their thoughts and so when you really know that it's because of their thoughts that they have feelings or it's because of your thoughts you have feelings then it's just really really silly to not do something that you want to do, like be sociable, like say hi, because of their thoughts or your own thoughts. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's just so silly once you really understand that. Like, so what I mean is like, if I'm in an elevator and I really want to say hi, like I really want to improve my social skills and just be like, hey, how's it going? In the past, I would be super scared, right? Because I'm like, fuck, like if I say that and I sound stupid and I stumble my words, like, they're gonna think I'm so stupid, I'm, which, which is then gonna mean that I am really stupid, all this kind of stuff. But now I'm like, okay, like if I say, how's it going? And they're really rude to me, and then they're not sociable, and they don't wanna hang out with me, or they don't want to do things. Well, that's because of their thoughts. It's all because of their thoughts. Like it all has to do with them and has nothing to do with me, which like really makes it easy for me to be like, yeah, of course I'm gonna say hi. Because like, it's all their thought. Like it has literally nothing to do with me. Um, so yeah, like I've been able to internalize that lesson very quickly. And I think that's why I'm able to improve very quickly. And I think the reason I'm improving very quickly too, is, and because I've been able to internalize that is because I do the daily work of doing a stream of consciousness writing, like a thought download. And then I do two models, right? And I've talked about this before, but Brooks models, it's pretty much where you figure out what thought you're having and what feeling does that create what action does that feeling create and then what results in your life because of that action and then you do another model where you change the thought to something that you actually want to think and then you find out what feeling that creates and then you like write down what action you might be taking and what results that creates right and when you when you do that every single day it really, really makes it clear in your mind that everything that you do and feel comes from your thoughts, right? Like it just keeps, it just brainwashes you to believe that. And it's like the most liberating thing. And I, I listened to her podcast and it was just like, hey, you know, you have this thing that you're really, really suffering from, right? Like social anxiety, procrastination, whatever. Like you're really suffering from these things. You really don't like it. So here's something that you can do every day that's actually not hard. Like 
You don't have to pay money. You don't have to stand in front of a bunch of people. You don't have to like do 80 push-ups. You know, you don't have to do like re all that hard. It's not like really hard to do. It's just you write down 750 words every morning, what you're just thinking, and then you do two models. And, and someone was like, hey, just do this every day and you'll be good. Like your suffering will end. And it's not that hard of a thing to do. And my, to me, I was just like sold. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that every day because I seriously don't want to suffer from this anymore. This is stupid. And so, yeah, do, do the daily work, guys. <laughs> just <laughs> internalize that thoughts create your feelings and then other people's thoughts create their feelings. What other people do have nothing to do with you and... Yeah, anyway, God, I feel like this episode was all over the place. Um, I hope this rambling is useful in any way. I hope this helps anyone, and I'll talk to you guys in another episode.